Thanks to Indeed for supporting the Apple Bits XL. Indeed makes it easy to connect with your applicants, and Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed's doing something that no other job site has done. Now with Indeed, businesses only pay for quality applications matching the sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash AppleBits to start hiring now. All right, everybody, let's get to the show. I got a MacBook Air. I got a MacBook Air. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. It's the AppleBits XL. Brian Tong here, your host, doing the most. For everything good and bad inside the world of Apple, welcome everybody. As of this recording, um, I have pre-ordered, I didn't get one, get one, but I have pre-ordered the new M2 MacBook Air. It started at 5 a.m. Pacific time, so I was up early, but we're going to talk all about that. Plus, we've got more things around the iPhone. Not the biggest, heaviest news week, but really the big focus here is the new M2 MacBook Air. But before we do that, we got a couple orders of business to kind of, you know, we do this every episode. First of all, be a part of the show. All you got to call in and do is record a voice memo, send it into applebitsshow at gmail.com, applebits with AZ, your name, where you're from, and what you want to talk about. I do have one call, but I'm going to save it till I get a couple more um, so we can kind of get a good flow going again. And look, new products coming out, that means typically new questions. So all you got to do, remember, record that voice memo, applebitsshow at gmail.com. Also, this show is brought to you by you. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong is how you can support all my content and really what benefits you get, early access to my content, awards at different levels, and a completely ad-free version of the podcast. No ads whatsoever. You do not hear this. It starts at $2 per month, goes up to 5 which is like a cup of coffee if that's the value I bring to you. 10, 25, and the $100 platinum Apple level. So you can continue to support me. And thank you so much for all of you. We are on episode 226 of the pod. Thanks to all of you. So patreon.com slash Brian Tong is how you support. All right, let's get into it. And this morning, I told you all, I woke up, I think at like 4.55 a.m. And I'm like, oh, is this going to be a tough, is this going to be a tough get for the M2 MacBook Air? Because we know... It can be hit or miss what's happening with the website. But I have to say, if you, like me and many others, were awake in the morning and decided to pull the trigger and do it, uh, the process was pretty easy. I think most people, there were no hiccups, there were no delays, there were no waits, there were no hangups. But I think the biggest thing, it just came down to which MacBook Air you decided to pre-order. Now, they are expected to start delivering, if you're lucky and you had a specific model, on July 15th, which will be a week from today. But right now, if I'm looking at Apple's website, uh, the earliest you could get any model, and let's say we're talking about, let's start at the entry-level 1199 model, the 8-core CPU, 8-core GPU, M2, MacBook Air. The earliest you can get it is on July 26th, if it's the Starlight, which is the new gold color, or Space Gray. If you want to get you know, a different color like midnight or midnight's August 9th to 16th window of time. And the kind of classic silver, that is August 2nd to August 9th right now. That's for the base model where you don't do any customizations whatsoever. So no longer can anyone right now get a MacBook Air on day one when they release on July 16th. Those pre-orders have already been selected. That kind of happened around, 
I think midday or so. Now, if you want to jump into the higher end version, again, similar dates, August 2nd, July 26th, August 2nd, August 9th. July 26th is the earliest you can get, and that would be for the Space Gray higher end, 8-core CPU, 10-core GPU. But see, what I did is I was not very smart. And so I got the Midnight M2 MacBook Air, and just because I want to be able to do video on the go in lighter situations, like my main driver right now is still my M1 Max 16-inch MacBook Pro. I want a light machine, but sometimes I do want to edit video on it and not take the big clunker with me. So I decided to go for the 24 gigs of RAM, and that instantly, I mean, I was right out of the gates, ready to order, and that instantly threw me into, I believe... August 2nd to August 9th for that window um, because, you know, I, I need to get the most RAM possible. Um, I did not super max the hard drive, but I think um, I went with, not I think, I do know I went with the one terabyte storage just because a lot of photos, a lot of video, you know, I'm not going to be doing anything, anything massive, but I was not going to go for the big kahuna to terabyte. This is not going to be a main driver. I mean, is it a luxury to have something like this? Yes, but being lightweight, you know, we'll see we'll see if I stick with it, but the midnight, it's nice. It I love the color. The color cannot be denied. So so many of you have been waiting for this machine to come uh I mean, I probably a year, year and a half there's been a lot of pent up, you know, demand for this, and so we'll see what the reviews come out to be. I think they're going to be generally very positive. The other thing that we have here is that if you didn't know already, the M2 MacBook Air will come with a matching MagSafe 3 cable that will match that kind of a woven braided cable that's covered in fabric. It will match the color of the MacBook Air that you purchased. So whether that's Midnight, Starlight, Space Gray, which is a little darker. It's not really a true Space Gray, but it's a darker silver. And then you have the kind of classic, very light gray, which is associated with the silver products from Apple. You can actually buy those USB-C to MagSafe 3 charging cables and purchase them separately in those three new colors uh, that match the MacBook Air. Hey, maybe you have a space gray uh, MacBook Pro and you want to be foofy and flossy or you want to mix and match and just show off that you have a midnight cable with your computer that's not a MacBook Air because you want that one person to notice and think you're either really cool or a total D-bag. So... You can order those online right now at the Apple Store separately. They are $49 per cable. Go have at it. The other thing that, you know, when I think about the M2 MacBook Air, there's a lot of people that are saying, hey, well, the M1 MacBook Air is still is $999. And I'm going to tell you, the M2 MacBook Air, this is going to be a sweet machine. Yes, it is the newest hardware, it's the newest processor, so you have a little bit more longevity. But I'm I'm saying, and I think most people agree, if you're someone who's literally just doing emails, word processing, and web surfing, and that is literally what you do for work, uh, and you have an M1, you don't need a new machine. If you have color envy and you want a new the new slick design, right? It's like 25% of the surface that it takes up, the mass of it is 25, like the, uh, this, yeah, the surface area is 25% less. It's 0.1 pounds lighter. 
it reaches that same thickness. It's just kind of spread out with a larger uh, form factor and larger display. But there's no need unless unless you got that itch. Now, the M1 MacBook Air still with that blade design, super compelling. Of course, you talk about, okay, you get more screen, you get more brightness, you get MagSafe, you get obviously um, some of the battery benefits. You get a 1080p FaceTime camera, you get a four-speaker system. There's a lot of benefits to making that jump. But I'm saying if you're today looking to buy an M2 MacBook Air and you're literally, hmm, I just do email, web surfing, and um, and spreadsheets and Word and Word documents, I'm you don't really need the M2 MacBook Air. I know Apple probably doesn't want me to say that, but they, I don't work for them. But I, I, I strongly believe that. I think the M1 lineup is still a great solution for a lot of people now if you're someone who's thinking about oh resale value yes fine but i think there's definitely more than enough upgrades to justify the two dollar difference but two dollars is still a lot and a lot of people make their decisions based on those jumps when you factor in oh you're gonna buy accessories and cases and get apple care for the warranty that kind of covers that two hundred dollar gap so it's always the choice always belongs to you Here's something that we're going to have the ability to choose from in the future. How about an iPhone lockdown mode? This was announced by Apple this week uh, on July the 6th, and a new iPhone lockdown mode is coming to iOS 16 specifically to protect users against targeted cyber attacks. And so this is not necessarily going to affect everyone, but there are specific individuals who might be of a higher profile nature or have a specific job or a specific set of tasks that uh, someone might want to target them. And this kind of, the origin of this initiative and this plan from Apple started when they filed a lawsuit, I believe it was back in November of last year against Pegasus's, Pegasus, Pegasus's, can I talk? Pegasus spyware creator, the NSO group. And so what they were doing is they're known for developing Uh, more advanced spyware to attack and surveil users of iOS and Android devices. So what Apple is doing is saying that, hey, they're suing them to the creators of this spyware so that it can prevent further abuse and harm to its users because it was developed in mind, let's put in mind in quotes, for governments and law enforcement agencies. Um, But the NSO group that created Pegasus does not sell the spyware to regular users, but still a lot of these countries that purchased Pegasus, um, they were known to violate human rights and put people like, let's say, journalists or political opponents in danger by taking advantage of the fact that Pegasus spyware existed. So Apple filed a lawsuit against them. It also announced that it would be donating $10 million to organizations specifically pursuing cyber surveillance research and advocacy um, and also they're offering a reward for people to basically try and hack and crack and find vulnerabilities within Apple's new iOS 16 lockdown mode. So here are some of the safety measures that lockdown lockdown mode will have, and it's going to launch this fall alongside with um, iOS 16. It'll be enabled on iPhone, iPad, or Mac. And so what it does is basically, when I say lockdown, 
it significantly, like greatly reduces the avenues or ways that people can try and get to you or your phone. So this is what it locks down. Messages, because there's most message attachment types other than images, they're going to be blocked. So um, like link previews, they're going to be disabled as well. So you don't click on anything like that. Web browsing um, is going to be disabled. Apple services, so like incoming invitations and service requests, including FaceTime calls are going to be blocked if the user has not previously sent the person who's initiating this call a request. Um, Incoming FaceTime calls from people you not previously talked to are blocked. Shared albums are going to be removed from the Photos app, and new shared album invitations will be blocked. Uh, Wired connections with the computer accessory are blocked when the phone is locked down. And then also configuration profiles. Um, the device cannot enroll into any type of mobile device management while in lockdown mode. Now, most of the time, people that are messing with configuration profiles, typically it's either has to do with um, work access or most sometimes you you all do it when you want to get uh, access to the developer betas. But that kind of gives privileges on your phone that aren't normal. So this lockdown mode is just to prevent people who might be targets of these uh, abusive spyware users to reduce the amount of exposure by locking down a lot of their phone. I, I want to make a clarification. Um, not all of web, I, I realized I didn't get into it, but not all of web browsing is completely locked down. It's just certain complex web technologies um, are disabled unless the user excludes like a trusted site from lockdown mode so it's again it might have to require you to do some more customization but it's very specific but uh man you know you you realize when we live in such a all digital always on world you need safety precautions like this and we know that apple has really doubled down on their whole initiative and aligning themselves with uh privacy and protection on their platform and I think it's still, if there's any company that I trust with my data, out of all the companies out there, it is Apple, number one, numero uno. All right, let's talk a little bit about the iPhone since we just talked about locking down the iPhone. Third-party cases for the iPhone 14 lineup have been leaked and revealed, and we've seen, you know, we always see the mock-ups of the iPhone 14, which looks almost exactly the same, but the camera bump is a little larger for the pro cameras. Um, which we have been expecting, but really everything looks pretty much like 99.9% the same other than the larger camera bump. And for a creator like me, I'm excited about the camera, like getting better and we'll see what it actually does. I mean, the cameras are so incredible today. It's it's just ridiculous how good they are, but as a content creator, can they always get better? Absolutely. All right, let's take a moment to say big thank yous to Indeed for sponsoring this podcast. You know, I've got a puzzle for you all. What would you do if your business had to hire great people fast? Here's a hint. You need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. 
find great talent faster through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. With Instant Match, over 80% of employers get quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job according to Indeed data in the US. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is an unbelievably powerful hiring partner, delivering four times more hires than all other job sites combined according to Talent Nest. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed makes all hiring in one place so easy and I always talk about their instant match feature, but they have another killer feature called sponsoring jobs. Now, no other job site takes care of you like Indeed because with Indeed, you only have to pay an applicant if an applicant meets your must-have requirements. So Indeed puts you in control of what you pay. You set your must-have job requirements and only pay for applications that meet them. There's a transparent flat fee per application and you can pause your job posting whenever you want. When you sponsor an Indeed post, you're four and a half times more likely to get a hire according to Indeed data worldwide. And Indeed's doing something no other job site has done. Now with Indeed, businesses only pay for quality applications matching the sponsored job description. So visit Indeed.com slash AppleBits to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash AppleBits. Indeed.com slash AppleBits. Terms and conditions apply. Need a hire? You need Indeed. All right, let's keep getting through the stories. We only have a few more left for this week. Uh, you know, like I said, a pretty tame week, but there's always some juicy nuggets. The Shazam app, I trust me, I don't if there's one app that I use all the time, it's definitely Shazam. Not that I don't know songs, but I, there's so much like amazing stuff out there that it's just fun. It's like, am I Shazam? You know how I look when I Shazam. I kind of hold the phone casually to the side and I'm like looking really interested and then boom, it gives it to me, gives the song that I I'm curious about right on my phone. So Shazam has updated their app to sync with iPhone's built-in music recognition feature. So this is obviously song and music identification. If you're not familiar with it, you can hold your phone up to music when it's playing, and then it shows you like, oh, this is the artist, the song, and then you can purchase it or add it to a playlist if it's linked up to a music service. So iPhones and iPads feature built-in Shazam integration, whether you have the app installed or not. Um, there's a music recognition button in Control Center if you want to access that, or just by asking Siri, uh, by saying the magic words to identify a song that is playing. Now, previously, it was believed that this sync feature between music recognition in Control Center and the Shazam app was only going to come to iOS 16, but Shazam has rolled out this feature for the current app for devices running iOS 15. So if you go into your settings and you go into control center, look for the music recognition button and then add it. And then it appears on your control center. And then you can just kind of turn it on to activate it. So whenever you hear a song and stuff, it shows you this is the name of the song. Uh, This is where you can get it. And it's like a little drop down and it's super, super slick. So, hey, it's just kind of another little bell and whistle that makes me happy when I use it. What also makes me Apple happy, Apple, is that a word? Apple? If you're happy with Apple, that's a good, that's a Apple. That's a Apple. Okay, I'm going to stop that. Um, Apple, they do a lot of these internal contests and competitions around health. So Apple's kicking off their annual company-wide Apple Watch Fitness Challenge. Um, it technically kicked off on July 1st. So employees internally, they compete 
to close their Apple Watch rings and then they get a reward. So if you follow my Patreon, um, we do every few months, we do an Apple Fitness Closure Rings Challenge. And just a little news flash for everybody that has been waiting um, for the Patreon fam. I said in July, we're going to do it. We're going to start it on July 15th, mid-July to August 15th. And what I've done is I acquire, basically I go on eBay and buy stuff. Um, Apple does their own internal ring challenges and they give them rewards. So one of the cool rewards was like an Apple closure rings towel set of three towels. And then basically we do a challenge for the people that close their rings and then you can have a chance to win one of these exclusive intended only for Apple employee closure ring challenge towels. It's kind of like a fun way where we build more of that community and then we all talk about it on our Patreon live uh, live stream every month. And so we kind of come up with a solution that some people are like, so it's actually really hard to close your rings all three every day. So we came up with a benchmark of like, you know, how many, I guess, activity points you need through that month to make it fair. And then we'll just do a lottery. So the reason why I bring this up is because we're going to do one just for the Patreon family, patreon.com slash Brian Tom. This is not an ad. And we're going to start up in July 15th. But the reason why I brought up this story is that Apple is doing their own activity rings, kind of closure rings competition. They do this every year. And this year, the reward to inspire employees is this like half, like a, what? what's the best way to call it? It's like a half zip up. It's like that pullover that has the open collar that you zip up and has the closure rings on the side, kind of like on the right side, on your upper chest area. And it looks super cool and slick. And I totally want one. I don't know how I'm going to get one, but I want one. There's been some other cool. In fact, I think that I should do a video of like all the, I don't have a bunch, but I have a good amount. I have maybe like five or six things that don't like things that only Apple employees um, have been given, you know, it ranges from Apple watch bands to those towels to there's like a, some calm swag, like, to, you know, they have a calm challenge for meditation. They have all these kind of cool things and, uh, that'd be pretty fun. So anyways, I go off in random tangent. I'm sorry. Let's get back on track here, but, um, Apple's kicking off their company-wide Apple watch fitness challenge. They have rewards. We're going to do the same here, uh, for our Patreon family and have some fun with it. So just, Keep a lookout for that. And yes, you don't pay to enter. It's like part of being part of the Patreon uh, family, which again, you all legitimately keep me doing this. It's incredible. So thank you all. Okay, here's another non-Patreon plugged story. This is a cool new app that's available on Apple Arcade or available specifically on the Apple Watch. And you do not need to be an Apple Arcade subscriber. You can walk the Oregon Trail with an Apple Arcade app update. The actual app integrates with the health app. So it's the Oregon Trail app. Um, It's integrated to close your rings. It's kind of designed to motivate you. So you walk like a 2,000-mile path in real life through gamification And as you walk the trail, it takes advantage of the data from the health app um, and kind of syncs it together to help you close those rings. But the game itself allows you to like go through different journeys and legs with like 64 different locations. There's, you know, cool like 8-bit graphic style, you know, 
throwback Oregon Trail stuff as you get to these locations. There's seven forts, 15 river crossings, um, eight Pony Express stations. I don't think you can die from dysentery in this one. I'm pretty sure you can't. Um, but if players walk 10,000 steps per day, it'll take them more than a year to complete this virtual Oregon Trail journey. So this is not something that you just do for like a month. This is like a commitment. 10,000 steps per day. (laughs) It would take you more than a year to compete the virtual Oregon Trail journey. But what's cool about it is, okay, they have the Apple Arcade app that is, you need to be an Apple Arcade subscriber. But from what I can tell and what I'm reading here properly here, um, the Oregon Trail Step Tracker, also available exclusively on the Apple Watch and does not require Apple Arcade. So I'm getting that app and I will see you in, if it's taking 10,000 steps per day, I'll see you in three years, Oregon Trail app, because I want to go through that 2,000 mile journey crossing Fort Kearney, Fort Laramie, Fort Hall, and I will not get dysentery on my way crossing the river. Hell yeah. I love it. So, um, the, it's called the Oregon Trail Step Tracker on Apple Watch. On iPhone and iOS, it's just called the Oregon Trail app. <laughs> and you have to be an Ar- Apple Arcade member for the regular Oregon Trail app. The more you know. I hope I explained that properly. But I know some of you are like, oh, dude, I'm downloading the app right now. I'm going right now. I'm doing it right now. Do it. And then finally, story. Great story. Steve Jobs was posthumously awarded the presidential Medal of Freedom. He was awarded it by U.S. President Joe Biden when announcing a group of recipients earlier this week. And obviously, one of those reasons why is because Steve Jobs' inventions changed the way the world communicates. Um, Here's what was said. Steve Jobs was the co-founder, chief executive, and chair of Apple Inc., CEO of Pixar, and held a leading role at the Walt Disney Company. His vision, imagination, and creativity led to inventions that have and continue to change the way the world communicates, as well as transforming the computer, music, film, and wireless industries. Whoo! I mean, sometimes, I'm not saying we forget, but I do think sometimes we forget how freaking crazy Steve Jobs and Apple, you know, let's put them together, and the many people that worked with him, but him being the head visionary legitimately changed so many things in the way that we live our lives. His vision and his ability to get me passionate about tech has allowed me to work in this industry and work independently I had the craziest thing. I mean, this happens once in a while, but it it's his legacy is pumped through me because I went I was in Cupertino last week on with family and I went to get a boba. And this young man, his name is Drew, who was working at the boba shop, like he's like, dude, are you Brian Tom? I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? And he told me that because of watching my videos and being involved in tech, it inspired him to do a tech column section in his high school newspaper and it also inspired him to pursue computer engineering where he's going to um is it wisconsin madison university or is it madison wisconsin i think it's was someone's gonna shoot me now okay i'm not gonna google search it because sometimes we don't know these things i'm just gonna let that organically sit and you all can correct me but 
because of Steve Jobs firing me up about tech and helping me develop a passion for it, then my passion for it was translated to Drew, and you know he's going to eventually touch some people. He might invent something crazy or be part of a product that we all end up enjoying, and that's just like a small way of the trickle effect that Steve Jobs has had, and that is amazing. So absolutely deserves the Presidential Medal of Freedom posthumously. Um, Tim Cook tweeted about it. Today, Steve was awarded the Medal of Freedom, America's highest civilian honor. He was a visionary who challenged us to see the world not for what it is, but for what it could be. We cherish his memory and will continue building on his legacy. Woo! Way to go, Steve. That is awesome. That is awesome. Now, now, now that I told that story, because I don't like talking about myself, but talking about that story and how it's all connected, that is just crazy. Crazy to think how it just, it's all... We're all connected in this crazy world. And, you know, I thank you all that are listening and share this passion for tech. Uh, There really are rarely any sad stories in tech. And we are so privileged to talk about gadgets that we love and like lust after. And they're just, they're they're things. Like, damn, we are lucky. We are lucky. So, all right, everybody, that is going to do for this week's show. Before we say goodbye, come on now. We got to give a shout out to our Platinum Apples at the $100 Patreon level. Brandon Ledford, Gil Cabrera, Wesley Frader, Jarrett Luce, and Atari Koenigsegg. Thank you for your support and your contributions. And thank you to all of you who continue to support this content, whether you're listening, whether you sponsor and support on Patreon. Everything that you do, it all helps. And I greatly appreciate it. Patreon.com slash Brian Tong is how you can support the show. So that's going to do it for this week, everybody. Um, Well, you know, if the MacBook Air is releasing on Friday, that typically means reviews happen before that. So that would mean, hopefully, there's a review coming before that from me. Hmm. I guess we'll have to see. All right, everybody. Take care and be safe. We'll talk to you soon. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. Peace. Peace.